0: Hey everyone, just wanted to give you a quick heads up. The episode you're about to listen to, with my good friend Daniel, we talk about the Star Wars universe. It's a very broad, general episode. We don't get into a lot of specifics, and we're all over the place. The reason I'm giving this introductory warning is that we recorded outside, and I didn't know this until I re-listened to it when I was editing it. There were a lot of birds outside, loudly chirping, and it comes and goes throughout the whole episode. It's really bad in the first few minutes, but it decreases significantly for most of the latter half so if you can get past the first little bits of bird chirpings it's sporadically but it's not as bad for the rest of it anyways thank you uh, for, for listening to the episodes if you enjoy it please like share with your friends with people you hate with random strangers on the street share it with the world and i hope you enjoy the episode thank you Hey everyone! Welcome to Lessons with Mike. I'm here with Daniel, and we got a nice little ambiance going on in the background.
1: <laughs> Outside nature.
0: This it really gives a more Eastern feel to the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, Daniel even gets to smoke a cigarette during I know, the podcast. It's, great. it's incredible.
0: <laughs> we let him out to, to smoke this. One. There we go. But yeah, today we're going to be talking about Star Wars.
1: Really stoked about it. Uh, you know, there's ne- never. You can never talk too much Star Wars. There's always something to talk oh, about. Yeah. There's
0: going to be a lot of opinions. Yeah, of course. A lot of fights, yelling. <laughs> One of us isn't coming out of this room.
1: If you never hear from Mike again, it means I won. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, well, so, I think we will start off by like going over how we discovered Star Wars, right? Yeah, sure. So I was... You're a few years older than me, so you. what was your experience like? When did you figure it out?
1: So, yeah, I'm 27 now, and I was probably probably four or five years old yeah. and I got the uh, the old VHS tapes of episode one two and three or no no three wasn't out yet so I had the uh the tapes for episode one and two yeah. on VHS and I just watched them religiously yeah. and then I uh, my uncle came in one day and he's like oh, you like Star Wars huh and then he made me realize oh there's more <laughs> there's more there's an episode there's the original three yeah. four five and six or if you want to call them one yeah. two and three you know
0: that confused me so much growing
1: up. <laughs> right, right. Like because a New Hope used to just be called yeah, it Star used to be
0: Wars. Star Wars, and then you know it's time moved on. They changed all the n- names and numbered them weird ways. And and
1: that's something uh, as a Star Wars fan, when you're bringing new fans into yeah. Star Wars, you really do have to take a minute to sort of explain to them. You got to
0: break it down too. A little <laughs> yeah,
1: because it's like, hey, it's a lot simpler than it sounds. So you know, you
0: have to do four, five, no, it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight,
1: nine, and see—that's crazy because some people I've heard they die by—they'll die on that hill. They're like, you go four, five, six, one, two, three. No, you gotta go
0: chronologically. It <laughs> makes the most sense because then you can see everything.
1: Right, because some people argue chronological time, and some people argue chronological, like release date.
0: Yeah. I'm like a big proponent of like chronological time, like, even I am with too. like the MCU movies. Yeah, someone who's never watched those that say. You gotta watch them. Yeah, I watch Captain America, and then you've to watch Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've actually shown a person in both ways. Yeah. I've shown one person, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and they enjoyed it. And I showed a person, 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3. I showed my mom that, actually. Yeah. We went 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3. And she really liked that as well. So
0: We'll have to do like a you know? psychological... We took some psychology classes together. Yeah. We'll get a study, some peer-reviewed studies out there. Figure out which order is better.
1: That would be a really fun um, uh, survey to take. I
0: think it'd be hard, though, to find anyone who doesn't know already that Darth Vader's Luke's father. Or... <laughs> I gotta tell you, though. Yeah. The first Star Wars thing, uh, it was an animated movie about the Clone Wars that came out in like, the early 2000s.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: that was the first I'd ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. So I went and saw that. I was so excited. And then the TV show was
1: announced. Right.
0: And I went to McDonald's one day. My parents took me, and I got a happy meal because they were Star Wars toys. Yeah. And on the box, uh, there was a little paragraph about Anakin, and it said that he became Darth Vader. And I didn't know that. <laughs> and then it clicked to me that they're the same thing.
1: Like, spoilers, McDonald's? I was like, oh, I God, have no
0: idea. Damn you, McDonald's. And I, I thought I had some secret knowledge. <laughs>
1: You're like, man, the other kids are not going to believe this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now the Clone Wars one, and then I saw the show. Then I went back and saw the prequels. Mm-hmm. And
1: then I went back and saw the original trilogy. That It's wild. Because uh, cl- Clone Wars is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, both. I- I'll-, I'll touch on that in a second. But the newer Clone Wars. At first it really wasn't my. Uh, I didn't really like the animation style. But that quickly went away. Uh, I'll tell you. I love that show. Uh, it's just crazy that that was what. Kind of introduced you to Star Wars.
0: Yeah because growing up. uh it was Bible Man for me. That's what I watched. I
1: used to watch Bible Man. Uh, I have all the Sunday Bible School. Man
0: DVDs.
1: Bible that, that show was actually pretty cool. It was surprisingly <laughs> fun. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember as a kid, I was into, oh man, it was cringy times. I remember the
1: episode, The Gossip Queen. I was oh, like, man. God, everybody's going to hell. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and his little bible turns into a lightsaber
1: <laughs> it's awesome yeah and that's totally they were going for like a mix between superman and a jedi yeah. for him and i was like okay i see because
0: looking it. back he gives me batman vibes but yeah, also like yeah. luke skywalker vibes right and right if luke skywalker quoted the bible at you as he was like fighting you
1: <laughs> <laughs> which you know not to go not to all, go all the way back into those religious touchings of of uh, our last episode but george lucas really did take he took bits of christianity he took bits of buddhism and from taoism uh and different philosophies and faiths and put it into the jedi religion which i thought that was awesome because it makes their religion have some sort of substance
0: there's an actual Um, connection to the the real world yeah like the whole concept of a chosen one that's something you see a lot in western religions and eastern religions
1: which i'm not going to spoil this for anybody who hasn't watched the sequel trilogy which i guess it's kind of late now but i'm still spoilers (laughs) spoiler alert uh it turns out that anakin wasn't some sort of um divine birth yeah. But he was impregnated by, or like, his mother was impregnated by Palpatine. If I'm not, not mistaken, if any of you are listening right now and you're like, oh, you're wrong, I wish I could <laughs> tell you, you might be right. I might be completely wrong. The way
0: I, uh, thought, yeah. I thought Palpatine was Ray's grandfather.
1: I'm trying to, like, I heard from somebody that there's a theory he is the one that impregnated Shmi, mm-hmm. uh, Skywalker. And until then, the thought was Anakin is like, um, it's like sort of like a Christ birth. Yeah. It's because she says in episode one, she's like, there was no father. I don't know how it happened. It just,
0: it's, everyone says that though.
1: <laughs> right. Which is very much a Christ, you know, yeah. divine birth type situation. But then, I, and again, I may wrong, I may be wrong, but I thought I heard from someone. Uh, they said that Palpatine actually used the force to impregnate. It oh, is a
0: theory. Yeah. I've heard of that theory. Uh, We'll see. It could be. Maybe they'll expound upon that.
1: I'll have to go research that and see if it's um if that is has been confirmed or if it is store, sort of just a theory floating out there still. Um, but, yeah.
0: But, yeah, that's how I came into contact with Star Wars. And then uh, I, was in, I was a senior in high school when Force Awakens came out. Yeah. I was really excited. Yeah. Because I've been watching the Clone Wars. Uh, I live in a really small town, small community. And every, like, first weekend in October, they have a big fall festival with rides and stuff. Yeah. And every year the fall festival happened was coincidentally the same weekend the new Star Wars Clone Wars season would premiere. So I I had the I had a great time those weekends. Always
1: looking forward to that week. Yeah.
0: Every year I looked forward to that as a kid. That's awesome. And uh, I I grew out of it and the show stopped, but there's some good memories for sure. I would go to the festival, have a good time on the rides, eat some weird food, come home and watch Star Wars. There you go.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, Star Wars is like. Not only is it just an incredible story and universe, but at the very at the very least it can be your comfort comfort food. Oh, yeah. Make you feel good, feel safe, you know, feel happy when you're having a bad day.
0: Like that's a big theme of the Star Wars films, I think, is finding hope even yeah. when there isn't much hope.
1: Right, exactly.
0: In episode 4 you have the Death Star blow up Alderaan. In yeah. episode in that same episode uh ben kenobi is killed mm-hmm. at that time everyone's like oh he's the last jedi the only one left of course later you find out yoda's still around of course but, but at that time then luke finds out that this person that he has to kill this evil person is actually his father and then in the empire strikes back it gets more hopeless
1: <laughs> yeah if if i had a time machine i think the first thing i would do is uh is go back to the year the empire strikes back was released go into the theater and just sit and watch everybody awake like
0: because <laughs> i can't imagine not knowing that <laughs> yeah yeah uh god man and then with the new trilogy well, i have some opinions about it
1: yeah yeah we were going to touch on that i mean how could we not well, right we'll
0: get to that because yeah. we both have some strong opinions but first let's talk about uh our favorite jedis because my favorite one is mace it's okay. gotta be mace Fun fact, Samuel L. Jackson specifically requested a purple lightsaber.
1: Right, right. He went to George Lucas, and he's like, why are they all you know, blue and green? He's like, oh, that's just the, you know, he has a simplistic answer. He's like, oh, that's just the good guy colors. He's like, can I have purple? He's like, well, there really aren't any purple lightsabers. He's like, could we try it? And he's like, yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> and then later, that, that got written into part of the lore, Yeah, the purple lightsaber being someone who's, like, straddling both sides of the force in a way.
1: Right. Uh, to any listeners out there that have played um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic one and two, um, sometimes you see like most of the Sith coming at you have red lightsabers, but sometimes you'll see one with a purple lightsaber or they're holding a purple and a red lightsaber. Um, so, yeah, uh, apparently Mace Windu is. Um, He's one of the rare cases where a Jedi can somewhat be in touch with the dark
0: side. And still be okay.
1: Yeah, and aggressive tendencies that are more used by dark side users, but still be a servant of the light.
0: Now, I'm going to say, when Mace Windu uh, had beat the Emperor in Episode 3, you can't kill him at that point. Because at that point, he's defenseless. I think the better thing to do, if he had just listened to Anakin kidnapped, or not kidnapped, put him in restraints, put him on trial... Maybe yeah. things would turned out differently, but you know, who
1: knows? That's such a that's such a pivotal scene because I always think that I'm like, what is the right answer? Because yeah. I see both sides. Like I get Anakin being like, "This is not the Jedi way," but I also hear Mace Windu saying, "He's too dangerous. He'll get the Senate to release him." And I'm like,
0: "He's got ah, both. He's both sides have good points. Yeah, but Anakin, kind of a hypocrite there. He killed Count Dooku just a few hours ago. Right. Right. Oh man. Right. Um, I remember I had all the toys as a kid. I had little figures for all the characters. I'd play with them. It was so fun. Oh,
1: yeah, man. I mean, Star Wars, that's that's why it's so great, is that it is for like, it is kind of for all ages. It really is more for adults. Mm -hmm. And you really don't start to see the darkness in it until you are an adult. Uh, The kids really just see the magic in it.
0: Uh,
1: And the adults see the magic, but they see the dark side, truly.
0: Yeah, because. Growing up, I was like, I want to know more about the dark side. What's going on?
1: Yeah, what's this all? What there's some some shysty characters oh, yeah. in this. <laughs> like, I want to know
0: more about Grievous.
1: Right, right, uh, and I mean, he was obviously organic at some point because yeah. he's got these organs in this chassis.
0: But he was like my favorite character from uh, the him and Mace. I really liked.
1: If you really like, uh, <laughs> if you really like uh, General Grievous, there was Star Wars Clone Wars that came out in two thousand three. Mm-hmm and it ran for two seasons and it was on Cartoon Network.
0: I've seen a little bit of that. Yeah, he's really good at that
1: show. Yeah, I've got the I've got the two seasons on DVD. Oh, yeah. And they're both about an hour and 20 minutes long, something like that. An hour to an hour and 20, but it's because when they were released on Cartoon Network, they were 5 minute short episodes. Oh wow. But when you watch it on the DVD, it's more seamless. Okay. It's just seem. it's like they are still those five-minute episodes, but, but they, they all been connected. Smooth
0: transitions, right? It's perfect, just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I think it's time to uh, to move into the new generation of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and I can see Daniel; he's he's having a brain oh. aneurysm just thinking about oh, it. Oh man! But so, just to give you a little background. For 30, 40 years, however long it was, George Lucas had all the rights to Star Wars. Hmm. No one else could make any Star Wars property without his his say-so. So So the only properties were the three movies, the three prequels, uh, and the Clone Wars shows. He approved those, I'm fairly certain. Yeah. And then, of course, all the expanded universe stuff, all the books. You still would have to get permission from him, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he might have sold the book rights but kept the film rights for a bit longer. Well,
1: I think when he sold, like when he had the rights, um, the extended universe, all those books and every, and the comics and everything, all somebody had to do was come pitch the story, get his permission and write it. But when he sold the rights to Star Wars, that's how Disney was able to make yeah. the Legends universe, not canon. Mm-hmm. Because they own that too. They own anything that has Star Wars
0: name on it. And that's a real shame because a lot of there was a book I read, a book series I read as a kid, where it was a young Boba Fett trying to hunt down Mace Windu. Yeah. That was such a good book series. I forget what it was called, but I had, I read through, like, three or four of those. It's so good. That's hardcore.
1: Yeah. you know, And that's such a good storyline, because, of course, he would want to kill Mace Windu. Yeah. Know?
0: And then all the stuff about Luke, what Luke does in the Expanded Universe, like, after uh, – return of the jedi yeah yeah name. that stuff is such good stuff to make a story from but they went in a different direction
1: yeah yeah because you had uh you had luke rebuilding the jedi order he was master luke now you had he ends up getting married i don't think that george lucas was a big fan of mara jade and him getting married but yeah. that's that's besides well, jedi
0: aren't supposed to get married <laughs>
1: Right, but the the whole idea I think of that was Luke was taking because you know yeah. that's part of what led to Anakin's fall.
0: So he was like reforming it a bit, changing some of the practices. Yeah, he
1: was kind of reforming the Jedi Order, saying that lo- love and and passion isn't necessarily evil. It's when you let it
0: when you let it take over take and over. cloud your judgment.
1: Yeah, yeah. So not only is Luke rebuilding the Jedi Order and he gets married and all this stuff, but the New Republic is being rebuilt under Leia. And Hans and you know, Hanso and Leia have a couple kids. Um, a few kids, actually, and or a couple kids, I think it's two. But you know, you get you get talks about how the new republic is forming and how their fleets and their military are forming and how they're having to deal with the remnants of the empire while there's this new shadowy evil coming on the edge of the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like that was so golden. And it was written, it was all well. It, that's exactly what people wanted to see in their sequels.
0: What we got I didn't, is not, doesn't compare.
1: No, they cherry picked a couple yeah. things from Legends and then they completely just kind of went off the rails. That's just my opinion. Well,
0: here's how I look but, at it Force Awakens. I really liked that. It wasn't time a bad I movie. I yeah. really liked that the first time. I enjoyed it. I love how they were able to get Harrison Ford back. I'm not sure how they convinced him to come back because yeah. <laughs> he is on record as saying he hates these movies. <laughs>
1: yeah. He like, I, I think he said, uh, they were asking him cause I love Harrison Ford and they were asking him, they're like, what are your, uh, what are your favorite roles? Han Solo. Right. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, and he's like, uh, Indiana. And Deckard
0: from Blade Runner. And I was like,
1: yes, give me that Deckard from Blade yeah. Runner, man! Give me that."
0: Right answer for sure. Correct. I remember uh, one of the scenes. They asked him uh, one like interview clip. They asked him like a Star Wars question. He's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And and that's totally fine. I get it. Yeah. You know, no, he, he's, he just
0: mm-hmm. he's, you're there for a paycheck. I mean, some things you're passionate about. Some things you get paid for.
1: That's that's a, he's an older man, and that yeah. was a job. Yeah. And I understand. To me, I love Han Solo. He's the best. And he shot first. And he shot first. And if you disagree, you're wrong. But anyway. That's just a fact. (laughs) Han shot first. Oh,
0: man. But I think like he requested to be killed off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he did. Um i get it
0: and i liked i like force awakens i like what they did with finn in that movie mm-hmm. making it look like he was the jedi the whole time but having it really be ray that was yeah. a good twist
1: that subverted me a little yeah. bit because i was kind of like oh look at the finn with the blue lights that was kind of in the promotional yeah, they, stuff before the movie the came out. stuff
0: was uh making it seem like finn would be the jedi right then it comes around it's ray i wasn't expecting that at all i was expecting ray to be more like the han solo type character
1: right right uh the the clever scavenger
0: yeah crew
1: member yeah but nah
0: and i liked the idea of her just being someone that wasn't connected to anyone because that whole thing this, this is more going into the last jedi kylo tells her her parents were no one they don't matter yeah and i like that because that means anyone can accomplish things anyone can be the hero and then that gets ruined in rise of skywalker but we'll get to that later
1: (laughs) yeah i I think what it is and you know if you make an argument of like oh they're just trying to put a strong woman in there i think that's a dumb argument because leia
0: is is
1: the most badass lady ever um and and it's not the fact that ray is a lady I, i was totally in for it as soon as i figured out she was a jedi i was like all right great
0: That's super cool. And then,
1: but it's the fact I just don't think that her character was written well. Mm -hmm. It's not the fact that she's a lady, badass lady, Jedi, hero, awesome. But the fact I just don't think that I I think all the actors did an incredible job. I think Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, everybody killed her. The actors were great. They're all great actors. I just think the writing that they were given. It's that, that's the only gripe I have. Though. I
0: feel like in the original trilogy and the prequels, there's a struggle. Like mm. Luke struggles to learn things. Uh, he loses against Darth Vader the first time, and then he's finally able to, you know, train and win. Mm. Anakin has to struggle a lot. He struggles, struggles a lot. Mm-hmm. There's no struggle for Rey. It's like she's naturally just immediately good at everything.
1: Yeah, that's that's very irritating. Uh, it's not. It, it doesn't. If they've written Rey differently to where she does struggle. Uh, that it would, would be more rewarding. A huge difference. Yeah, it'd be so rewarding, and you'd be so happy when she finally started, you is know, able to do
0: things. Yeah, right. but like, there's no way that she could have even come close to beating Kylo Ren in their first fight. I think their first fight was a tie, pretty much. I mean, yeah, you could argue he had already been shot by uh, Chewie, mm-hmm. but still, you could, first fight was a tie. They didn't fight in Last Jedi, did they? They like worked together.
1: Well, I would even say, uh, I would even say their first fight. Ray won because she sliced his face. She did, yeah. And, of course, you know, the ground starts breaking they can't finish yeah. the fight. But I'd say she, she whipped his ass.
0: Yeah, and that doesn't make sense to me because Kylo's had years of training from Luke and from Snoke. Yeah. We'll get into Snoke in a minute. I'm still mad about that. God almighty. Yeah, that's... That's <laughs> so dumb. I was um, so excited about Snoke when Force Awakens came out. Yeah. There were theories that he was Mace Windu, theories that he was some other character. I was so excited. And then for it to turn out to just to be a palpite, like... He'll he's he's just
1: a figurehead clone. Yeah.
0: It was cool was like, when he was killed. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. That was cool. That,
1: the whole throne room scene. That
0: was beautiful.
1: And I hate The Last Jedi. Yeah. I hate that movie so hard. And I, I still love the throne room scene. I'll give them that. that. That whole scene was great.
0: I'm not a fan of The Last Jedi because they ruined Luke's character, in my yes. opinion. Garbo. Because... Blue packing
1: that way makes no sense. No, man. It was awful. Like, uh, it was heartbreaking. It was
0: sad. I mean, like.
1: I'm not it, saying that he can't be kind of a gruff teacher. Yeah. And, you know, he's. He, I'm getting too old for this shit. Like, he can still be kind of gruff, but just to be so. He gave
0: up. I mean, hopeless. Yeah. I mean, he, it's so stupid because in the flashbacks, it looks like what happens is. He thinks maybe he should kill Kylo, but then decides not to. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Anyone can have a moment where they think about, you know, doing something bad. Right. But he made the right choice, and then Kylo misunderstood what was happening, somehow kills all the other people, Yeah. and then Luke just gives up.
1: And you guys listening, I know this episode... It may go back and forth with some rambles. Oh yeah, we're gonna but go But that's all over the that's place. <laughs> this kind of episode. If you're talking Star Wars, you gotta go
0: all over the place.
1: Yeah, we're gonna be pinging around like a ping, or like a like a
0: like a pong that
1: game, <laughs> like a ping pong ball, or yeah. like a what, what do you call it when you go into an arcade and it's like the,
0: ching ching That's cha-ching. pong, right?
1: Well, it's like a you know you're like you hit the the ball with oh, the pin two ball.
0: pinball. Pinball? Yeah, yeah pinball. there we go.
1: Like a pinball. There we go.
0: We're going to be going all over the place. Uh, we might stick on one topic for longer than a minute. Who knows?
1: But then, you know, as soon as we, one word is mentioned and that yeah, was shift. It
0: jumps up to something else. <laughs> right. But the last, what I think they should have done, J.J. Abrams should have directed all three. Right. Because Ryan Johnson, when he directed The Last Jedi, there was no plan in place for a third film. Right either have J.J. direct all three or have Ryan Johnson direct all
1: three. Yeah, and I'm not even saying that J.J. Abrams is the best fit for the director, but what what I think would be a better fit is the consistency of one director. I totally agree. They
0: should have had, and even if the director's different, have the same writer write all these stories. Right. Because J.J. came back and did the third one. Originally, it was supposed supposed to be Colin, Trevor, whatever his name is. Yeah,
1: and they tossed him out.
0: Yeah. And so now... The story is just weird and all over the place. Because in the Rise of Rise of Skywalker, JJ Abrams seems to be trying to undo everything that Ryan Johnson did in the Last Jedi, <clears throat> and one eighty from all the characters don't make sense.
1: No, and, and you know, if you're a big Disney fan out there, I'm not coming at you personally, but you know, I really do think. Obviously, it's all just about money. It's kind of a sad thing to see a property be owned by a company that only cares about money. Like, you got to care about money. That's the whole reason you exist. But just to not have any there's no.
0: They should have kept George Lucas on in some way. Or someone who was really familiar with the characters.
1: Well, George Lucas, again, George Lucas is filthy rich. And he got filthy rich off of Star Wars. He
0: doesn't have to work ever. But
1: he cares about Star Wars. That's the difference.
0: And his vision for it might not be popular because Jar Jar. Yeah.
1: But he'd, he'd already written out a trilogy. Yeah. Uh, and he, he he was like, hey, Disney, you can you can work with this. Yeah, and they go. were like, ah, fuck off.
0: Yes. Oh, sorry.
1: Can you you curse. can curse. It's okay. fine. They were yes. like, I'll fuck off, George. And yes. he's like, I've already written it for you. Yeah, I mean, that, and that probably
0: would have turned out better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um oh, man. And, you know, George Lucas got a lot of crap for the prequels, and I get it. I get he, some of he it. He was but. trying to
0: make them inclusive.
1: And, yeah, and, yeah, and pander a little bit more towards the kids. Yeah, because of, that's where the
0: money is. If you get man. parents to bring their kids in, the movie's going to make a lot more money. Merchandise. Oh, yeah, the merchandise. How many kids have little Jar Jar plushies? Or exactly. figures? So many.
1: Not me. Yes. But, but some <laughs> Which, kids. <laughs> I didn't have a Jar Jar figure. But
0: I definitely had a Luke figure, an figure exactly. a Rickon figure, a Leia
1: figure. Oh, I, man. I got my little plushie... Uh, grogu yeah figure out the marine. That, that's
0: a perfect you mentioned roger that's perfect time we're gonna do a transition and then we'll come back to talk about all the shows all right and we're back for part two of part one of the star wars episode. <laughs> we'll come back later and we'll do another episode about specific instances this is just like a more general episode oh
1: yeah yeah we'll have to we'll have to definitely have another episode yeah. Uh, This one's more of just the intro rant. Yeah,
0: the general thing, our general thoughts about it. Mm. Now, uh, in the first half of this episode, we talked about, excuse me, the movies. Now we're going to break it down to the TV shows. right. So uh, there's Mandalorian. Boba Fett. Fett, Kenobi. Mm -hmm. Visions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Those are the only ones out right now, is that right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I've seen Visions, I've seen Kenobi, and I've seen Mandalorian. I haven't seen Boba Fett.
1: I haven't seen Visions. I've seen Mandalorian, Kenobi, and Boba Fett.
0: Okay. Visions is really good. You need to watch that okay. Because each episode is done in an anime-like style, mm-hmm. but each episode is by a different animator. I love that. Like, the, You can tell like everyone really put a lot of work into it. And each style is so distinct and different. And yeah. what I like about it is that it's a focus away from the normal things mm-hmm. because one criticism i have is sometimes it seems like a really small universe all the focus is on the same six characters
1: or like how many times do we have to see tatooine
0: yeah like, there's <laughs> other
1: planets yeah it's like i love tatooine as much as the next fan, but we gotta let's move mix on. it up <laughs> we,
0: got, we gotta move on yeah but yeah mandalorian i watched that whole season with you yeah the first season
1: yeah yeah the mandalorian um so, yeah, let's take it one at a time. Uh, the Mandalorian, really good. Absolutely love it. Amazing. Uh, I know sometimes some people, uh, you know, you got one episode you like more than another. Maybe you think one episode is kind of boring as a compar- comparable. But overall, I think The Mandalorian was incredible. It really brought it back to that space western that yeah. George Lucas envisioned in the first place. Uh, he's basically Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. in space. Yeah. Love it.
0: I love Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's great in that. And the scene where job. he finally takes off his helmet for the first time. Yeah, that was incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the second season as well. Um, I think the second season just it did everything you want. It, it, it builds from the first and makes it's even better and bigger. Moff Gideon's one of like the
0: best villains in Star Wars.
1: Giancarlo Esposito is one of the best actors working he, today. He man, killing
0: it! Like I've never seen him in something that he's not incredible
1: in yeah i've been watching him in the the, uh, the boys he's like one of he's my incredible. favorite
0: he's the only character in the boys Homelander's scared of i love it
1: yeah he's the only one who just doesn't give a shit about
0: that guy yeah. like
1: he's not scared
0: like homelander uh are you caught up in the boys yeah i'm done where homelander's like i took your company stan haha. Yeah. And stan was like okay have fun Bye. yeah he's
1: like oh you're gonna have a lot of fun with having no it's all on your shoulders and there's nobody to bail you out
0: also you're a shitty product
1: <laughs> yeah He's like, you're not worthy of my respect. I was like, kill him. I was like, get him, man. Uh, But yeah, uh, The Mandalorian, I think, is just overall an incredible show and I cannot wait to see where it goes from here. And to speak on the Book of Boba Fett, because, you know, obviously if you've seen it... No,
0: I haven't seen it. I I hear it's not as good.
1: Spoiler alert. Can I spoil one thing? I'm not going to. I'm probably not going to watch it. Because it's worth it. It is? I I think the the book of Boba Fett was good.
0: Oh yeah. Tell me
1: what's it about. So, and you know, again, if you got a disagreement out there, I understand. Catch me in the comments. I just playing, But, uh, I I personally like the book of Boba Fett, but I do get some of the gripes that people are talking about. It didn't live up to the heights of the Mandalorian, but it crosses over with the Mandalorian. Uh, and those were, those were the, that was the best part of it. Um, and the scenes with Luke Skywalker and Grogu and getting the Mandalorian backing up uh, Boba Fett and like their budding relationship with each other. Um, I think that the book of Boba Fett got a little too much shit. I personally like it, but that's just me.
0: That's something you had mentioned that I really wanted to touch up on before I forgot, right? Mm -hmm. So – it is incredible how they were able to CG these actors, make them look 40, 50 years younger. And even in some cases, bring them back from the dead. Mm -hmm. And it looks incredible. In my opinion, it looks really good.
1: Yeah, like With
0: Tarkin in Rogue One, that looked really good. Right. I thought it looked good.
1: I thought he did, too. Uh, I I could tell. I could tell. Yeah, if you
0: stare at it long enough, you can tell. But But it's pretty good. It is. You know? And that brings us into some ethical questions. Like, I know with Carrie Fisher, when she died, Mm -hmm. they didn't re-cgi anything they yeah re- because she
1: was cgi yeah. in rug one and they already yeah.
0: had new they already filmed most of her scenes they just mm. rewrote things a little bit they didn't film any new material with with old carrie fisher's face yeah they just did some stuff with younger versions
1: right right
0: and so that's like we're going to come to a time in the future when when we die we're going to be able to have the option to will our likenesses to corporations I hereby decree that the Disney Corporation can use me for any products.
1: That is, a, yeah, that is. A, yeah. I'm glad that we got on the morality of that. Yeah. Uh, if that's somebody's choice, well, then that's their choice. Because, uh, with but Tarkin, if that's not somebody's choice, where's the ethics of using somebody's likeness and, and putting them in stories that they have no, they're, they're gone. They have no idea. Have no they have idea. no say. With,
0: with Tarkin, he yeah. was, he's been dead long before any of this technology came out. Right. So they did ask his family members, and his family members said it was okay. But right. here's the thing. What would they have done if his family said no? They probably would have still done it.
1: They, they, they probably would have found a way to do yeah. it still. Um,
0: Whether using body doubles or casting a different actor, they would have figured something out.
1: And, and, and not to go into any politics or religion or anything, but, but say that you have a certain political affiliation, one side or the other. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Or a certain faith or belief. Again, I don't care where it, what it is. But say that um, a product or a company or a movie or show or whatever, they're using your likeness and they're using your words. And it might not even be something that you would have ever been a part of if you were aware or alive to make a choice. Um, and the fact that people can just throw you in there anyways.
0: Let's take it a step further. Imagine using Martin Luther King uh, to promote a soda. Right. Imagine using uh, Pope John Paul to promote a soccer game. Right. Like these people, if they were alive, would not be okay with this. I'm fairly certain they wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah.
1: There, yeah. there's a heavy amount of disrespect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I can't get behind anything like that.
0: And, like, let's say Mark Hamill. I hope he never dies, ever, because he's great. <laughs> right. But let's say he were to die. What would they do going forward? Because Luke is a major character. And I know Mark Hamill filmed a lot of those scenes. They just did some retouching on his face. Mm-hmm. So going forward, either you don't use that character, you recast the character, or you use the technology to, to keep him the same.
1: Have you seen those um, those picture comparisons of Sebastian yes. Stan with young Mark Hamill? They look
0: really similar.
1: If you were to ever recast Mark Hamill, which I'm not like a huge fan of the thought of it even, but yeah. if you were i could see you i could see sebastian and i'm like do it now before he's old yeah before he gets that. old you know yeah oh
0: dude the hand solo movie we forgot to talk about that one i,
1: I didn't hate it but it did it did feel kind of like a waste i'm like this didn't need to happen does that make sense yeah i didn't hate it but i was like this didn't need to happen
0: i feel like recasting no you can't have anyone else play han solo
1: i would have preferred to a fully cgi han solo in that
0: movie i would have actually. preferred old han solo just sitting in a bar telling stories for
1: two hours <laughs> drinking his juma juice in yeah. the cantina
0: and you, da, won't, da, da, you won't da, even da. have to you know convince harrison ford to do it just be like hey here's some beers just sit here drink and ramble on we'll record <laughs> there you go that's pretty much what we're doing now <laughs> <laughs> i can do that yeah <laughs> oh man and then, we got off topic again. <laughs> that's our, so, we got one more show to discuss. This one's going to be pretty controversial, I think. Uh, yeah. The Kenobi show. Kenobi. Okay. Here, Here's my thoughts. Then you, you can share your Shoot. thoughts. Shoot. Episodes one through four, hot garbage. <laughs> Let's
1: get where we're going. Yeah.
0: Episode five, really good. Uh-huh. Episode six, mid. That's, mid. That's my... That's
1: how I view it. Uh, what was it? Episode four, or episode three, where uh, Kenobi runs into Vader for the first time since.
0: I think that might have. was it three.
1: If it was three, I'll say I really like that yeah. episode because that they delved into like, uh, and, and knowing that it's Hayden Christensen in the suit, they they uh they made me feel like I was when I was a kid, and I and Darth Vader used to scare the shit out of me, and they made me feel that way again that there was like a scene where kenobi's hiding and darth vader shows up on the scene Mm -hmm. and it it shot the music the the camera work the cinematography it shot like a horror film Mm -hmm. um and it it freaked me out for the first like darth vader scared me for the first time in in a long time and i was like man that is what i'm talking
0: about let me tell you everything in that Show doing with Darth Vader and mm. Kenobi, them together, even the scenes where it's just Darth Vader by himself. Perfection. Yeah. And I don't know how he's doing it, but uh, shout out to 90 91 year old James Earl Jones <laughs> right. for continuing in the work.
1: James Earl Jones is a masterclass. I don't know man. how
0: you're doing it, man, but uh, salutes to you.
1: Yeah. Um, Every time I every time I get to the end of uh, Sandlot, yeah. I see the old man. I'm like,
0: you're Darth Vader. <laughs> but, uh, and here's the thing. He's always been old. Yeah,
1: he's always been old.
0: I hope he lives forever, too. Uh,
1: I, res- I respect that man. So, uh, yeah. Not to get too off topic, but uh, just a quick note on James Earl Jones. I watched an interview with him from, like, the 80s, um, and he's never aged. He's always looked old. Yeah. He's always been that way. Uh, but he's such a like a such a sweet man, and he was ha- he was like on the talk show and he's talking about how like he has social anxiety, really? like he gets nervous uh-huh. around people. He he grew up with a stutter. Uh, it took him forever to get rid of his stutter. He he's always been kind of uncomfortable in social situations, but he's no got idea. through it.
0: He does not look like that. I would never guess no. that.
1: No, but he's such a sweet. He's just yeah. a, a
0: sweethearted person. Like, everything he's in, even if it's those dumb phone commercials, it, like, commands attention. Like, he's yeah. got a voice. That's how I picture Jesus. We're talking. <laughs>
1: right. Like, a Black Jesus, which yeah. is pretty much just Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's his voice. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome, man. Oh, man.
0: But I loved all his Art Vader scenes. All the characters that were not Kenobi or Vader, just get out of the show. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, Just get out of here. I'll say, I'll give Reva a little bit of credit, though. I like
0: what they did with her. I didn't like her at first.
1: I hated her character at first, but then what really turned me around for the story was uh, when they, they, you realize this is a revenge kick for her. She's actually after Vader, and I was like, ooh, okay. She's doing all this
0: to try and get closer to Vader so she can have a chance to, you know, kill him.
1: I loved that. As soon as I found out what her whole motivation was, I was like, I, I totally looked at her differently. And I was like, she is a good character. Oh, yeah. This is good writing. I'll, I can get behind okay. that.
0: And in the fifth episode, where that's the one where the, Reva tells her plan to Kenobi, that they, Kenobi, and them all escape. Yeah, I really like that one. Yeah, this,
1: they're they're under siege in that base. Yeah.
0: And in the final episode, they have their final fight. Uh, have you seen the meme where uh, the Emperor is talking to Vader? He's like, "You remember why he lost? Why he lost the first time? It's because he had the high ground." He was like, "Yeah, so what happened this time? Did you get the high ground? Yes, and I threw it at him. (laughs) (laughs) So, so when you threw it at him, who had the high ground at that point? (laughs) Oh, oh, he did, I guess. (laughs) Very nice, nice Vader. But that was such a cool fight. I liked that.
1: That was really good. I love their dialogue. And uh, he's like, I am what you made
0: me, Obi-Wan. I like, love it. Yeah. And I love how Obi-Wan gets some closure. Because the first few episodes you see, he's got the PTSD. He's yeah. got a lot of self-blame for everything.
1: Yeah. And, and with the, the whole philosophy of the dark side, I really like what, because Kenobi's still blaming himself. And he's like, you did not kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Yeah. And that's a whole, philo- that's the whole philosophy of the dark side
0: you are not responsible for someone else's choices Mm -hmm. you can try and point them in the right direction you can talk with them reason with them as best you can at the end of the day if someone wants to do negative destructive things they're going to do those things right you can't legislate you can't you can't stop it by a conversation if someone wants to go shoot a heroin that's what they're going to do someone wants to go shoot up a school that's what they're going to do and it's terrible but i don't know of any ways to stop this and, yeah, you can you can take away guns, you can take away uh, the drugs, or you can make things more accessible. Why not? Either way, we're getting so off topic.
1: <laughs> no, it's a, I, I get where you're coming from with that.
0: But ultimately what I'm trying to say is you're not responsible for people's choices. You can do the best you can and help people the best you can. Yeah. But if someone is self-destructive, maybe the gun thing was a bad example. <laughs> that, forget that one. But self-destructive behaviors. Right. You're not responsible for that. That's what I'm getting at.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get where you're coming yeah. from, uh, and you know. Star Wars is chock full of lessons. Yeah, Star Wars is chock full of morals. Personally, I think they were better under George Lucas yeah. and all those writers. But hey, I mean, there's still some good to be found in there.
0: Uh, yeah. Let me tell you, the dumbest part about Kenobi is when he has to sneak Leia out, and he just puts her under his like trench coat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, or when he calls her Leia in front of the stormtroopers, I was like, "What are you doing, man?" Like, Kenobi. I was like, Obi-Wan, Mr. Ben. I'm like, you are smarter than that.
0: Every single time he like is about to get captured or shot at by a storm, he just gives up. He's like, oh, I guess they I guess I can't do anything.
1: I'm like, rip these guys apart.
0: <laughs> I know you can do it.
1: Yeah. Uh and okay, and just as uh <laughs> to shoot back to earlier when you asked me what my favorite Jedi is, I'd probably say Obi Wan Kenobi. I love Obi Wan. Um he's great. Oh yeah, I love him. I love him from Padawan to to Master and and Commander on the battlefield, General of clones, all the way to awesome. Old Man. With,
0: with him, you get to see his whole journey from start to finish. Oh
1: yeah, I love. Episode one, up.
0: he has got a lot of traits that Anakin had. Mm-hmm. So in a way, there's this parallel where he's trying to to prevent Anakin from showing those same traits in him yeah. that hindered his growth.
1: Right, and it, ex- exactly. Um, and the thing about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is because I know it's kind of a mixed bag with people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. And some people are kind of mid on it. Um, I ended up really liking it. And at first I wasn't so sure. First couple of episodes I was like, eh. I think it's better in hindsight. Um, and it, it's funny because I'm also a huge Halo fan. And I had a conversation with a, a guy that I used to be buddies with about the Halo show and and Star Wars, and it was funny because we both love Halo and Star Wars. He loved the Halo show, and I hated it. Yeah. I ended up loving Obi Wan Kenobi, and but he hated it. it. So that was a so so. I was interested in. I was like, well, that's interesting. Let's figure out where our minds are at. Um, but yeah, like with the Halo show, that it was just again. If you're out there and you love it, I'm not. I'm not trying to trash on anything you love. But if you love it, that's your thing. I'm glad you. It makes you happy. But uh, I thought it was a garbage fire, like a tire fire. You don't want to stand too close to it. And I thought Obi Wan Kenobi ended up being
0: being good. If I was, I would cut it down to 90 minutes, make it a TV movie, cut out a lot of unnecessary stuff, cut out a lot of these extra characters, cut out the whole Leia subplot. No.
1: <laughs> but, I will say uh, the girl who played Leia she did a, a good great job. job. The actress yeah. who played her did a good job. She really
0: job. did a great job at uh, the same mannerisms and same personality that Carrie Fisher had.
1: Yeah, she she felt like a little Leia. Yeah, yeah, she she did feel like
0: that. Okay, we're gonna conclude this episode uh, by talking about something we haven't touched on much this episode: the dark side, Our favorite okay. Sith, why Palpatine coming back makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. Uh, oh man, I could talk about that for an hour or so. Palpatine I love Palpatine. He was so smart. So he had this he played the long game. Mm. Palpatine reminds me of Mitch McConnell.
1: <laughs> well, I always look yes. at Palpatine in this way yeah. if if Anakin was the Jesus Christ figure, Palpatine's the Satan. He's the antichrist, yeah, the antichrist type figure who is who would come in and change the new yeah. world order, new world order government. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. That's just kind of how I always kind of. I was like, maybe George Lucas is sort of like making him sort of an antichrist type figure.
0: Palpatine, he's uh, so smart, mm-hmm. like he's so calculated. He has a plan, and he keeps cycling through different apprentices. First, it was Dooku, mm-hmm. and then turned on him when he went no longer suited his needs. Mm-hmm. Then it was Vader. Turned and, on well, him when it no longer suited. Uh, his and plans. Maul. Yeah, and Maul. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Like. He's a very opportunistic character. Mm-hmm. He turned on his master as soon as he figured out how to.
1: Yeah, he's the he's the ultimate snake in the grass.
0: Yeah, yeah. he is not someone I'd want to hang out with, but he's a very good villain character. Unlimited power.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this might be cheating, but I think Darth Revan is my favorite Sith Lord. Oh yeah, and it's it might be cheating because he he's also a Jedi. At the same time. he so like a double agent. He goes from Jedi to Sith Lord back to Jedi. Okay, that's
0: pretty cool. Which
1: is a very rare thing that happens in Star Wars. It's not well, actually, that yeah. sounds kind of dumb. No, it isn't, in fact. Now as time has gone, it's really not, but uh Darth Revan is probably my favorite Sith Lord. And if you don't know Darth Revan, play Knights of the Old Republic one and two, the games, and there's a book and there's Wikipedia.
0: We're going to have to have another episode where you explain all the extended universe stuff to me. Oh, dude. Darth Rev is the best. I know about Darth Bane because mm. he came up with the whole two Sith thing. Right. There used to be like just as many Sith as Jedi, pretty equal amount.
1: Yeah, it was like massive wars. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's bad for everyone. Right. So I know there are some people who look at the Sith philosophy and say that one is more just the Jedi philosophy. Mm. Well, so we'll have to spend another episode going into the philosophies and then we haven't even talked about the Grey Jedis yet. Well, Exactly. But I
1: mean, you just you took it right so off much. my mind.
0: We're like, we're yeah. standing on top of Mount Everest and we have a shovel. And we've barely even, <laughs> we've gotten just maybe two handfuls of snow off. <laughs> uh,
1: we're, we're, we're trying to dig snow with like those little pails you take yeah, to the it's, beach. It's,
0: just it's little. <laughs> uh, man, it's like we're trying to drink the ocean with a straw. There's so much. <laughs> but thanks for listening. We'll be back with more stuff. Thanks, Daniel, for being here. Yeah,
1: always a great time.
0: Yeah, it is. All right. So bye, everyone.